We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I can't help myself. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love? But a second-hand emotion. (laughs) Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? What do you call that octave that you go Tina gets it done, man. I know. I mean, Tina does it, man. But, God, your voice go from raspy to something. I don't know what you call that. That was me hitting the high note. That was my. That, that, what you, you call, call that? that high? Falsetto? I call that the rest. Hey, I, under, I understand you, JP. My voice do the same thing. Yeah. Once it reaches a certain act, octave, it goes out. Tina gets it done. Has, have we made any progress on booking Tina Turner for the show? Uh, actually, you sent her the, the thing. Well, Jeff, you're Yo, in the music business. I've, I've literally been emailing everyone connected to her. No, no luck yet. But don't over count under me out. Point five emails Jeff has sent. No uh, chance. Under. <laughs> oh, over for sure. I under. sent like four, even to some random booking agency that said they could get in contact with her. Hell yeah! Listen, if Tina makes it Turner happen. calls into this show, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's our last show. We done. I, I mean, we, it'll be our last day. That's a walk. We gonna off. walk off. <laughs> drop the mic. If Let's we ever go. get Tina Turner, we'll, well be the highlight. We gonna drop the mic. The mic won't drop itself like it normally does. <laughs> Tina, standing invitation. I know you're listening. Um, that that voice you heard, that octave you heard, was me screaming at referees last night about that intentional foul when the Indiana kid just clearly close line, clearly close line. Um, let's talk Eric Bieniemy. Um, had a good conversation this morning um, with league sources, kind of talking about. Not specific to Washington, but offensive coordinator, jobs, um, money, opportunities, yeah, all of these things. And I, I think is going to have some options. I think there's a number of folks waiting till after the Super Bowl to talk, not just to the KC side, but to the Eagles side too. Yeah. Um, I mean, Steichen, Shane Steichen, I think, is, is is gonna seriously get some head coaching opportunities. How many head coaching jobs are still open? The, the Col- Cardinals. Colts are still open, right? And Cardinals the Colts. open. Yep. That's what's still available. Mm-hmm. Which of those two jobs you think is better? Keep in mind, Kyler blew out his knee, right? Kyler, Kyler, Kyler blew his knee out, and I would probably still go with the um the Colts. The reason I say that, as crazy as uh, Ursay is, Ursay will spend his money. 
Ursay lets his coaches handle their business. Over there in our, in, with the Cardinals, that family got it, but they don't like to spin it. And they like to dip their nose in. And that, the, the GM now, now they're going to bring, bring in another GM. They let the other GM go. So they seem to be more involved with the GM's job than anything. So who are you really are you listening to? You're bringing a GM, he hires you. But then the coach is trying to, I mean, the owner is manipulating all that crap. You take the Bidwell, the Bidwells are the owners in They don't AZ. like spending money. They just gave Kyler a lot of it. Dude, everybody giving quarterbacks a lot of money because that's what the rules stipulate now. I think, I, I want to make sure the, I have this right. Court, I think the Bill court. Bidwell was the old owner. I think he died and his son Michael runs that joint hmm. now. I think they've been spending money of late in Arizona. They, they, I, they, they, they is, all have I to think, spend a certain amount of money, and that's what they do. I think the Arizona job, you're dealing with less crazy than you are in the indie job. I don't think I don't think the indie job, as crazy as he is, I don't think he bothers people a lot. It seems like he might be giving this job to Jeff Saturday. Well, if you give it to Saturday, that shows you right there. He's a little he'll give you a job, and let you go do it. I should have bummed the smoke off him when we were in Dallas, man. You should have. <laughs> he was he I've never seen a dude smoke a cigarette like that. My man Jim Ursay was chilling on what a golf cart, ripping a heater. <laughs> I believe it was an American spirit. I can't confirm that, but uh wasn't the palm all? It looked like an American spirit, but I do not know. Um my dad used to smoke palm malls. Do they still make palm malls? Do they have filters? They didn't have them back then. Man, that's a, that's a healthy I know lunch. I tried one of them, man. That thing hurt. What what did worse when you tried a cigarette or when you tried dip? Oh, the dip was worse. <laughs> I mean you hit oh, three I, I hit batters, two right? I hit two batters, got thrown out the game, and <laughs> I threw up for like a damn week. <laughs> I've never tried that again. Um, I didn't know you wasn't supposed to be swallowing this stuff. Oh, God, that's disgusting. I was so high. My head was hurting. Oh, that was terrible. All right. Um, Eric Bienemy, according to some folks I spoke with, is going to have opportunities. Um, could have multiple opportunities, especially mm-hmm. if it's going to be as an OC. Um, and I think... We've already heard a lot of people asking to talk to him, so there are people that want him. Let's figure out how many OC jobs are still open because the Jets got full. Um, the Buffalo is open still? Oh, no, Baltimore? Baltimore's open. DC's Baltimore's open. open. DC's open. You got to figure, I mean, Sean Payton probably hasn't assembled his staff But Sean yet. hadn't hired one yet. Or D'Amico, D'Amico hadn't hired hasn't one. hired one in Houston. Um, here was one of the the questions I had for you, Brian, because we've both talked about we think the commanders, we haven't really seen them spend a whole bunch of money lately. Mm -hmm. And I think a enemy salary to come and be your offensive coordinator, according to people I talked to, is going to be starting at about $2.5 My question is, how much was Scott Scott a deal? We don't know. Okay, so if it's if it's, I think he's going to want to come in and make more than he was making. I think for Eric, whatever job Eric Bieniemy's taking, if it's going to be at an offense coordinator level, he's going to get paid. Okay. Um, don't you? I think he should be. Now it sure sounds like he's going to leave KC. That's what but, it sounds like, and, and and I get it because he wants to prove that, you know, he deserves. Sometimes you have to leave places not because it's bad, right? Because it's bad for your future. Dude, you know, and I that's think why that's, that's, that's Matt a good LaFleur thing. left the Rams to go to the Titans for a year. Yeah, 
Because when you're when you're under a guy who has a lot of success and has done it for a while, it all seems to go to him and not you. And I think that sometimes you got to just take that chance and move because we watch players bet on themselves. Coaches are coaches. A lot of coaches are former players. And what did I say? Remember we were talking about they mean our first year doing this show, and I said the egos in coaching is bigger than a lot of the egos in in the locker room. So these coaches believe that I can go here anywhere and get this thing done. And sometimes they fail, but a lot of times they go out and we can see that they are innovative enough to where if you give them the time, they'll they'll be able to go out and have some success. And I believe Eric is in that situation right now. So here's where it gets tricky. Rivera's been here three years, correct? Mm-hmm. We probably figure Ron signed a three-year deal. that sound right? Ron? I'm sorry, a six-year deal? Yeah, I would expect that. So that would leave him with three years on the deal. Possibly, yeah. Let's just hypothetically say that's the situation. So if you're going to bring in an OC, uh, an OC that's in demand, it could be Biennemi, Anthony Lynn. They want three years. It could be Bill Walsh, Mm -hmm. whoever it is. But if if you're bringing in an OC that's in demand, you're bringing Joe Gibbs back to call plays. They're going to want at least three years to, to match up with the staff. Hell yeah. And if they're in demand and you think it's going to start at two and a half, it probably gets to three, three and a half maybe even. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, to get this done, that's another 10 mil. Now, you don't have to pay it all at once. It's not like a roster bonus. It doesn't yeah. have to go into escrow. And maybe you're not too worried about it because another dude's going to be dealing with that mm-hmm. if you're ownership. But are you going to give a dude a three-year, $10 million deal when you're when it's at least a 50-50 shot that if ownership changes, there's going to be major coaching changes? If he's worth it, yes. Because if new owners come in and the, and the, or the, the guy is worth it, the new owner comes in and he sees value in it, he can keep him around. He can get something out of it. If the guy is not worth it, I'm not going to give him that type of deal because the new owner come in and say, oh, they, 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 it was a poison pill here. Then they come in, they got to fire him, they got to go hire somebody else. And they have to pay off the contract. But, but if the guy is... Of the caliber we're stating, and you said he's going to command a lot, and it, and it's going to be a lot of opportunities for him. That's the person who's, who's worth it. That's a league-wide mindset, per se, not just your mindset. Everything you're saying makes sense in a functional football situation. Do you expect that to happen here? That's a long. The right pause. thing to do? No. I don't. I, don't, I, I it's listen because it's like Can we I, we have so many things that does not work properly. Like when I mentioned Scott just now, everybody say you gave him an extension in the off season to fire him this year. So basically, say hey, I'm gonna give you a gift and let you go. On. That doesn't even look like it was cool. It seemed like it was like a in an underhanded type of way. So, I, well, I totally agree with you there. I have a theory. You want to hear my theory? You're going to tell me anyway, so go per- with it. Perhaps it's an informed theory. All right. There's some consternation about Ron playing golf this week in the Pebble Beach Pro-Am. It's not coming from me, but there are fans that think he should be focused. Mm-hmm. And he's not at the Senior Bowl, which is a real scouting opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, but perhaps they want to get your house in order with the offense coordinator position. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go around the league, you have vacant offense coordinator positions with the Ravens, the Titans, the Cardinals, the Cowboys, the Bucks, Commanders, Texans, Colts, Panthers. Mm-hmm. So they're one of nine teams 
without an OC. It's not that's damn near a third of the league. Yeah. Um, and maybe you could even pull the Cowboys out of there because it looks like McCarthy's going to start calling the plays. It's still eight teams, and of those eight, almost all of the head coaches are defensive coaches, so they're not going to start calling the plays. So there's a number of teams waiting. You got to wonder if a lot of these teams are waiting to talk to Eric Bieniemy. A lot of them are. Perhaps one reason Ron ain't worried. I believe it was the first name. Perhaps it was the second. But the first week of the offseason, they got interviews done with two people. Ken Zampezi and, and Pat Shermer. Yeah. To my knowledge, those two have not interviewed anywhere else for an offensive coordinator position. And they probably know exactly that we, we got one of these if we don't get somebody. So where's the fire? You don't need a... <clears throat> I don't need to rush out because people can't. If everybody else can't talk to Eric, we're not gonna talk. We're not talking to him right now either. But I, like I said, I have no issue with him playing golf because I still look at this fact. He got Eminem, as Martin and Marty. Those guys, they're in. Mobile. Those guys are down there. They also have a scouting department. Okay, and just like we talk about players on the sideline looking at those, uh, those. Not an iPad. What is it? The Microsoft, whatever the thing they do. Surface. Surface. They're looking at that. The same way that those guys, like we sit here now, and we went through two years of sitting in our houses doing Zoom calls and everything else, and now you got StreamYard and all kind of other stuff with it. Ron can be on camera with those same people every damn day, multiple times of the day, looking at, looking at stuff and going through things with them. The world showed you that you don't have to be in a particular place all the time. We've learned it. Okay, and I think ultimately I keep asking people, like, you say, well, he's not there. He's not the scout. He's the coach. You got the scouts are there. The scouts normally go out, do their scouting, and bring back a report. That's that's the way it normally goes. The head coach that's maybe making a personnel decision, they're not always on the road. But we have built the the society up in a way where everybody feels that they have an opinion about what you do and they don't understand exactly what you do or how the whole mechanism of a scouting thing works. So swinging, cool, man. I'll tell you like this. You get a chance to go play at uh, Pebble, take it. It's beautiful. I get a chance to go play at like uh, 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 Olympic. It's out there. I forgot. The Same friend. No, the place is not Olympic. It's a... Oh, damn, it's better than Pebble. It's Cypress Point. Cypress Point. I get that point again. I'm not calling and asking, can I take off? I'm just going. Because that's like once-in-a-lifetime stuff. And if you're a golfer, I think you understand. Yeah. But you don't have to be in Mobile to really find out what's going on in Mobile. They film everything. And he could get everything shipped right to his iPad. At the end of the day, he can go back and check it out. Because we always hear him talk about he going to watch film, and he normally watches them late at night. So the same thing is be happening. I have no problem with that. And do you have a problem with, hey, we're going to wait and see if we can get one of these star OCs. Yes. And if we can't, we're going with Shermer. I don't have a problem with that because ultimately, if you don't interview Shermer or, or Zampezi, and then you just wait for these other people without talking to them, 
and then probably they go get get a job or go somewhere, and you miss out on and then you miss out on everything. You got to have you, you know, some type of backup plan. I I I feel like I feel like I don't want to be dismissive of this, but I I kind of feel like this is much ado about nothing. That they don't have an OC yet. Nine teams in the league don't have one. This ain't college football. They don't need to be on the. But you have to realize, though, Jay, you don't let those other eight teams. The people here can give a damn about those other eight teams. The people here have watched mediocrity for a long time. So things get a little bit more heightened around here. Uh, The questions we've been asking is what job is the best? I think a lot of people are starting to realize that this job is not what it used to be in the past. People coming here is not what it used to be in the past. So now people get a little bit worried because if we're not, if we were behind the people in our division last year, and we seem to be behind the, uh, you know, the curve right now, does it look like we're catching up or falling behind? I think that's what people get upset about. And, you know, for the most part, most of the fans that start to feel a certain kind of way, they do it because of what we discuss and how we say things what we write, you know, things that are put out there. But the ultimate thing is him playing golf is not going to change anything. Not going to put him behind or put him ahead. If he didn't play golf, he won't be put behind, be put, put behind or be put ahead. They just got to, when they make the decision, make the right decision. And if you choose a guy that we don't like, you make damn sure that you give him every opportunity to be successful. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. B. I, I think the the OC situation needs to be resolved, but I do think there might actually be a plan. They they got to wait, see if they can get the enemy, or maybe it's somebody else. Mm-hmm. But when when Rap reports something about the Commanders, I seem to think it's he's being told by the the boss. Mm-hmm. That's just a, call it a hunch, Ryan. Sunday morning, Ian Rapport said, the commanders have yet to hire an offense coordinator. Here's one reason why. They've requested permission to interview Chiefs offense coordinator Eric Bieniemy, and he's emerged as a potential key candidate, sources say. He's also been requested by the Jets, Titans, and Ravens. Now, the Jets have since filled their job. The Titans is open. The Ravens is open. Um, I... I think they might be waiting to see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Now, could they actually get him? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> but that doesn't mean they might not be waiting for him. Here's who we're waiting for. Our guy, Ben White, Morning Money. Ben, Chief Economic Correspondent from Politico, joins us next. Good news in the economy? Good news with inflation? T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Let's find out. All right, back. Be Mitchell Philly, 1067 The Fan. This is Ben's day, so we have our first Ben coming in today. Talk to our friend Ben White from Politico. You hit him on Twitter, at Morning Money Ben. What's up, Ben? How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. V. Mitch, how you doing? I'm doing good. JP will be in here shortly. He just like, you know, he like to roam around in times, and then he uh, shows back so up. Who's, who's the next Ben after this Ben? Uh, well, you're the only one today, but we call it Ben's day because it's Wednesday, and uh we, go. we we got one. The other one, I think he's in Mobile, so I guess his phone doesn't work. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, too bad for him. But I'm glad to be with you. I'm glad to be your band of the day. Before you, we get into anything, I want to just find out, did you care that Ron was playing golf? Rivera? Yeah. Uh, no. Hey, are you even aware that golf. he's playing golf? <laughs> no, this is the first time I'm hearing of it. So I'm pretending that I know what you're talking about, but... <laughs> Um, so I'm hold, guessing me, that people are upset by it. I, I'll explain the situation to you. <laughs> Bemis just lost his headphones. Um, so, Ron Rivera, this week at Pebble Beach, they hold the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am. I think yeah. many, many years ago, this used to be a really big deal because, like, Bob Hope hosted it, I think. Yeah. Um, over the course of time, it's kind of fallen down the, the golf radar. Um, but yeah. they, they get a bunch of celebrities out there, and you get Aaron to play. Rogers. Aaron Rodgers is one. Alex Smith is another. A whole lot of weird ties. I think they're in a foursome together. No, I'm joking. Um, but they get a whole bunch of – I don't know if you guys have played there, but it's a beautiful, beautiful Oh, course, yes, beautiful indeed. Place. I tell you, if you get a chance, don't don't say no. I have not. Um, that 18th green, man, right on the water. Oh, unbelievable. Anyway, go ahead. So, Rivera, the team obviously still doesn't have an offensive coordinator. And this is also the Senior Bowl going on in Mobile, Alabama, where most or, or at least much of the NFL descends – to watch the top, I think the Senior Bowl has 125 players, something like that, maybe 120, to watch what many consider to be the top most draftable players for a week of thorough, full contact practices, and then the game is is Saturday, I think. Um, So Ron is not there, and the team still hasn't addressed the offense coordinator position. Do you care? I am absolutely outraged, and I think that he should be immediately fired for playing this round of golf. No, I'm kidding you. I, I don't care at all. I understand why it might be a bad look, uh, given what you described. There are certainly important things he needs to be doing regarding the OC and regarding the team. And it, uh, do all head coaches go to the senior bowl, or is it mainly coordinators and stuff? It's most – a lot do. Um, it's um, – um, I would think it's almost most important for the front office, for the GMs and the scouts and everything. But like, yeah. mo- like Mike Tomlin's there. I think Belichick's coaching in the Shrine Bowl. Like, I- I've been to the Senior Bowl a number of times. There's a bar mm-hmm. called Veets, which is the 
diviest of all dive bars in the world. And if you hang out in there at about 9 o'clock during the week of the Senior Bowl, you're going to see just about every head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess... And they're in there drinking because they're getting tired of looking at all these dudes running around. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, I can understand why people think it's a bad look, for sure. Um, And maybe, given the chance, he might rethink it. But I'm sorry, but I cannot fault anyone for uh, playing around at Pebble Beach, given the opportunity. Um, And certainly a guy like Rivera who's been around forever. He's not like a rookie. It's not like he's uh, not proved himself. I mean, he's got issues, and who knows if he lasts with the next owner's decide to move on to somebody else. Like we could talk about this Sean Payton nonsense, but um, no, nah, I'm not going to kill the guy for playing around the pebble. I mean, come on. Um, I, I agree with you. Bemich agrees with you. Um, I, I, I wanted to switch gears then to the offensive coordinator search. Uh, Eric B has kind of become the top name. There was some um, NFL report, NFL network reported over the weekend that the commanders are, are, are waiting because they want to talk to B presumably after the Super Bowl. Um, how do you feel about waiting to talk to Bienemy? And there are currently nine job openings in the NFL at the offensive coordinator level. Um, Ravens, right. Titans, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bucks, Commanders, Texans, Colts, Panthers. Where do you think the commander's job ranks in that company? Uh, give me the roster again real quick. Ravens, Titans, Cardinals, Cowboys, Bucks, who no longer have a quarterback, Commanders, right. Texans, Colts, Panthers. Somewhere middle to low, really. I mean, uh, certainly above a couple of those you mentioned. Um, Cowboys, I certainly wouldn't put them above the Cowboys. You're going into uh, a better situation there if you take that job. Uh, obviously, you know, Jerry will put big numbers on the table and it'd be attractive uh, to be an offensive coordinator for a playoff caliber team. Um, you know, obviously, he doesn't do much, but. Uh, no, they're not that high. So waiting around doesn't make that much sense unless you have some sense from the enemy himself that he's super interested. Uh, and maybe he's thinking new owners will you know, have deep pockets and uh, maybe a new building. And, and I don't know if he's got any a thing in his mind that would tie him more to Washington than the others. I understand wanting him. I mean, who wouldn't want the Chiefs offensive coordinator? And he's a captivating figure and maybe the best among the group uh, talked about so far. Uh, but like I, if I were him, uh, the commanders would not be either top or near the top of, of my list. So waiting seems risky. I think a lot of times we look at what we have at receiver. We saw the, yeah. the, the possibilities with Robinson last year. And I think people look at that and they automatically assume, oh, everybody would want to do this. But I think yeah. when, a, when an offensive coordinator or a coach look at a job, first of all, they want to know who's the quarterback. And yep. then do we have an offensive line to be able to, to protect well enough for right. me to get to that position? And I think by going there, if you go look at all those teams that are out there and you look at that, just those two things, I don't know if we're the top. I don't know if we're completely yeah. the bottom, but I, I think we're closer to the, the bottom yeah, edge of it than we are the, the top edge. The top. Yeah. I agree. I mean, I put the Cowboys maybe at the top. Like, that's a, that's a prime job. And if I mean, I hate the Cowboys, but if I were him and uh, those were like two – opportunities Cowboys seems a lot more stable right now I mean you got a quarterback you got an O-line you got some weapons um you got Jerry Jones and Jerry World like uh that that'd be hard to turn down it it would be tough to turn down um it's a tricky situation because I spoke with somebody this morning that thinks the enemy's contract is going to be somewhere two and a half three million per season 
you got to figure he's not signing a one-year deal. And no. I, I'm not – And so what I believe is, ha- is happening is you wait and see what you get with Biennemi, and then if that doesn't work, you got Shermer or Zampezi, guys that you've interviewed, Zampezi, guys yeah. that you know. How would you feel if, if that's what ends up shaking out? I mean, I, I guess I feel okay. You know, um, I'm not, like, super thrilled uh, with either of those two guys. I mean, I think there are possibilities that the enemy would be more interesting to me. But I think it's if, – if you have those backup options you've interviewed uh, and you think you got a good shot at the enemy, then I, I guess it makes some sense if you're not missing out on uh, on anybody else. I wonder – and I, I think the enemy's great. I mean, to what extent is – his chief success, you know, Andy Reid's success, like pretty much anybody does well with Andy Reid and any offense under Reid uh, with Patrick Mahomes and uh, Travis Kelsey and, you know, the rest of the gang uh, tends to play pretty well and get to Super Bowls. Um, you know, Eagles also under Andy Reid. So you right. got to throw that factor in a little bit when you talk about him. But, uh, you know, he's obviously succeeded and I think he'd be great. Um, but, uh, you know, it wouldn't be the end of the world if uh, you try for him and don't get him. Yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think they'll be able to land somebody that Ron's comfortable with, so he can kind of yeah. wait on it. I, I, considering there's nine jobs open and there's only 32 teams, like I kind of think this is a bit of much ado about nothing. Obviously, who you yeah. get is really important, but um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm we'll yeah, see. Yeah, I don't think there's any need to panic about it. But yeah, of the names that have been out there, uh, he's, he's always been the one that is most intriguing to me. I think uh, we've yeah, gone through the open question. We've had enough of like we've seen names, we've gotten names, and 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 I'm talking about coaching and also players, and then they get here and they don't yeah. live up to it. I think what it means, what would make a difference is once the person get here, make sure everything works out the right way because sometimes you can hire a guy who people think the wrong one, and they have a lot of success. And on the flip yeah. side, and I mean, yeah, for, you can. it's hard also to analyze any of this stuff in the absence of an answer on ownership. I mean, it's uh, uh, whether it's head coach or offensive coordinator or the rest. I know they have to move forward uh, and, and operate based on the league schedule and do all the things that the league schedule dictates. But, you know, it could all get blown up, uh, you know, in March or whenever it is that uh, a deal might happen. Uh, and the new owners could go in any one of a number of directions. So, um, obviously, I have to do these things, but there's a huge cloud hanging over all of it. Um, so we're talking with our friend Ben White, chief economic correspondent for Politico. Um, you can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Morning Money Ben. His Instagram feed has a lot of hair updates, which are vital <laughs> this time of year. Um, Very important. I, did you see my reply to you about one thing I wanted to ask you about? I yeah, uh, I didn't see the reply, so the initial question. Okay. Um, well, basically, I I don't know the answer to this, and there may be no answer to this. Um, but we always ask you about money and finance and the economy, and, and you're an expert in that field. But I, I've i noticed in D.C., like coming to work in the D.C. area, like not just in the city, but all over, it seems like there is more crime going on. And, and why that stands yeah. out today is this morning there was a shooting about – 10 blocks from our office and what seems like a really awful story where a, a Metro employee was shot trying to help someone that was being threatened. And, and, and you hear these kind of stories on the news with some frequency and it's alarming. I'm I'm curious, is there any like economic corollary to what is happening now? Yeah, I think, and, and you're not wrong to, you know, anecdotally notice that you see, more of it, and uh, it's kind of in your face more because there's definitely a significant 
spike in violent crime during the COVID pandemic. Um, I mean, a lot of people uh, sort of lost their minds, obviously. And then there was just a you know, fear of running out of food and stuff and a general decline in social order during that. So you saw homicide rates, gun assaults, um, all of that stuff trended pretty sharply upward uh, towards you know, the end of COVID. And um, that's continued. I think it's easing off. Like, I think if you, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but since the economy's reopened and thus far stayed pretty good, the jobs market stayed pretty strong. Wages have risen a little. There's less uh, you know, sort of poverty-driven crime and less uh, overall, I think, homicide rates. They spiked in a big city, Chicago, D.C., elsewhere uh, during COVID, and they're still elevated uh, from where they were pre-COVID, but I think the trend is in the other direction, um, now that we're getting somewhat back to normal. But you're absolutely right. I mean, we had, um, both for economic reasons and general social disorder reasons during COVID, uh, you did see a pickup in, in violent crime. A lot of our cities and subways and in New York, uh, particularly, like the subway is much less safe than it was, um, you know, in the 90s and in 2010s uh, when it was super safe. You know, we're, we're back not quite to 70s and 80s, a lot less than the New York City subways, but, you know, muggings and stabbings and assaults are, are way higher. And then friends I know, people I know, um, just won't take it anymore for, for that reason. Uh, so a lot of Ubers and, and ridership overall on the New York City subway system is way, way down. Like their finances are a mess because of the crime. And it is economic. Uh, economically driven. I think it is also quality of life and, um, you know, people just having their mental health decline during that period. I think all of us took a big mental hit that we've mostly recovered from, but not fully. Uh, and it will take a while for all of that to unwind because I don't think people um, take into account just how uh, challenging a period we went through as a nation and as a uh, as a world, a pandemic like that and the changes in behavior and uh, you know, isolation uh, all changed people in, in different ways and in some ways uh, that caused crime rates to spike. But I do think that the positive news is it spiked 2022, started to decline, and God willing, will continue to decline in 2023. Let's hope it continues yes, to indeed. decline. We, dude, we always yeah. appreciate your time, appreciate man, because you can talk about a lot of different things with a, a really great yeah. perspective. So thank you, Ben. Have a good rest of the week. All right. All right. Happy Ben's Day. But for him, it's Ben's Day ben's every ben. day. Every day. It's always Ben's Later, guys. All right. <laughs> Thank you. That's our guy, Ben White. You can follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Morning Money Ben. We've got some official news from the commanders about the offensive coordinator position. Seriously, when we return. He was in charge. Those Chargers offenses in four seasons with the Chargers, mm-hmm. they were fourth, 11th, 10th and 9th in yards gained. That's being in the top top 10 every time except one. I mean, it, it, and av- right it there. averages an 8th finish mm-hmm. in yards gained in the NFL. Yeah. I mean, that would be significant improvement from what they've done. Um, I, I think the Len hire is pretty interesting. Um, was he there when the little running back was, hired, was drafted, the little number 30? What's that? In the, with the Chargers? Was he there? Yeah. When they drafted Sproles, you're saying? Uh, no, number 30. What was the dude? Eckler? Eckler. Don't know, but it sounds right. Um, I can look it up. I um, I would not be opposed to I Anthony like the way they, If he did, you could see that the way they use him and things of that nature. can. I think Eckler was an unsigned guy, too. 
Um, yeah, Eckler was unsigned free agent in 2017, which was Lynn's first year there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like, I, I'd be cool with this hire. I don't know that it's tremendous, but I, I think it is a step forward. Um, and, and, and it, part of my problem, and problem may be the wrong word, because like Ben White just joined us and said, of course you want the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Look at the Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. So I get that. The guy's been next to Andy Reid for a bunch of years. You want, you hope something rubs off on him and it works. But if they mean philosophically they want to be a run-first team, I don't know that Biennium is your guy for that. I think Anthony Lynn would be the guy for that. He's He came up with Rex Ryan, defensive coach. They They always ran the ball. If you look at the Jets and the Bills, Rex's success. Um... I think Lynn would make sense in a lot of avenues. But the thing about it is, when they said they want to run two to one, we said, oh, they don't really mean that. But they said they want to be a run first. But I think ultimately they want to have success. And if you roll somebody in that can run the ball, when they run the ball, they got people confused and they can get enough yards and, you know, you still can throw the ball around. You know, I think you allow a coach to come in and do what they want to do. The problem we've had so much, so often here, we bring people in and we want to change up what they do, whether it's a player or a coach. And that's why I don't think we get the best of who we go out and get. So what if Lynn had learned a little bit about the running game and say, well, I want, I need to toss it a little bit more because that opens up the running game as well. What if Eric comes in and say, okay, I know how to get guys out just like Andy would hit him in the flats real quick, hit him in the swing routes, that's an extension of a running game. So, no, I may not have 30 30, uh, runs, but I have 25. You know what I mean? I just think that it gets to the point where if we're going based off of what they say, how do you really go out and have real uh, interviews with people if you're telling them what they're going to have to run, how they're going to have to run it? That's fair. If if you want – somebody to do the job, you got to let them do the job. There you go. But I do think this is worth pointing out. Um, This is from Ben Standig. Ron Rivera, Anthony Lynn's interview with the commanders consisted of one person. He interviewed with Ron Rivera, who... He playing golf out there in L.A.? Ron Ron is in Pebble Beach. Well, he's not that far away from him. He just drive up the highway. Per Ben Stanek, but drive down the Anthony Lynn. The Anthony Lynn interview today occurred in person with one member from the Commanders, Ron Rivera. The coach drove from Pebble Beach to the Bay Area to meet with 49ers See, running backs. The man coach. is out there playing, but he's still working. My people mad. He's still working, isn't he? It's only like an hour and something ride. Yeah. The first part is a little wavy, but then once you get on the straightaway, fly through San Jose, cool, he's there. And they probably met. I mean. I made that route a couple times. The facilities in Santa Clara, which is way closer to to Monterey. It's probably less. It's probably right at an hour. I think we should officially stop caring about the golf. Oh, I I officially didn't care. The the official stance of the BMS Friendly Program was to never care. We do not care. The golf outrage, I think we can proclaim it dead, B? Yeah, I would say so. When we return, it is a mock draft Wednesday. Mitch Tischler will join us at 1.30 to explain why the commander's job at offense coordinator, ain't so bad.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 